calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I've never been in a relationship, you know, where somebody assumed that the other would take on the more like dominant or masculine role or like who wears the the strap like. You're right. so lucky. But I think that you guys cancel each other out. That's what that's what happens with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No one takes off the trash. <laughs> right. We live in garbage. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happens there. Yeah. yeah. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. Hi and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that rejects all queer stereotypes unless we choose to fully embrace them, because mm-hmm. why fight it? I'm Carolyn Berchier. <laughs> I'm Sarah York. And today we are diking out with comedian Whitney Chanel Clark about relationship roles. Hey, Whitney. guys. Hey, <laughs> thank you for being here. Whitney does stand up all around New York and all over the country and made quite the impression at her last Stonewall show when she asked the crowd to check in with each other about eating ass. Wow, we just taking it there immediately. You know, we talked about it on the last episode. Just just briefly, like we were giving the highlights of the Stonewall show. And one of them for me was how big a reaction we got from the crowd when you said that. Because I wasn't like, I think some some secrets were revealed. Yeah. Yeah, I think they forgot I was on stage. Yeah, yeah. I think they for a second yeah you stirred the pot and <laughs> yeah. and I want our listeners to know that this is the the pot stirrer this is the so. discourse we should be having well, yeah I, I, of I all just, places Stonewall is I, a perfect place always I, check in with your neighbors uh, about their ass eating I, I, I want, I'll let the apologize in advance um <laughs> um yeah I like to I like to say I don't eat every ass I encounter but that's all yeah that's not a guilty <laughs> that's your it? disclaimer you're, yeah. you're inviting I, more questions yeah. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Stonewall, our next show there is November 25th. That's a Monday. That'll be our last show of the year because after that, uh, on December 16th, which is also a Monday, we're going to be at Joe's Pub in New York doing a holiday variety show called Dyke the Halls, a diking out holiday spectacular. And tickets are available now. You can go to Joe's Pub's website or you can go to dykingout.com slash events and there'll be a link there. Please come and celebrate the holidays with us because it's gonna be great. who else are you going to do that with? Your family? Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that name is so creative. Dyke the Hall, right? <laughs> yes. 
creative Who'd or thought? all the ways we could say the word dyke in right. one sentence. Uh, you guys <laughs> were com- pub would still book us. You guys were committed. <laughs> give me that. There were some back and forth emails that were like, are you sure you want to name this? You're like, that, that- wasn't a typo. That's what we want to name it. Yeah, they're uh, like, usually we just name our shows the name of the performer. I'm like, not this time. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, we want people Sorry, to know we don't exactly. To rules. Yeah. I'm mad I didn't come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other announcement last week we mentioned, and I just want to reinforce that we are on Himalaya. Anybody can listen to podcasts on the Himalaya app. It's free. But if you want to become a member of the the Diking Out podcast, you can. And for a uh, monthly fee, four ninety nine, you can get um, exclusive content, which is just our Diking Off topic episodes that we have on Patreon as well. So this is if you're not on Patreon. This is another way to interact with us. And then there's other ways for us to interact with you. And we'll be posting uh, videos and having conversations and stuff like that and trying that out. So check it out. Himalaya. It's spelled the only way that Himalaya is probably spelled. Yep. Anyway. Which I can't do off the top of my head. Yeah, I know. But I got got it, though. I got it. It's sitting right in front of me and I can't even do it. I'm like nervous about it. I know it when I see it. Yeah. Hummus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to ground us? Right. Uh, <laughs> What's going on with straight people, you guys? Gender reveal parties, the people gender are reveal dying. things are getting out of control. They've so, been out of control since they, even I know. The, the boring ones were out of control. I'm like, the what boring are you ones doing? were out of control. You're it's weird enough presents. to like do the cutting the cake thing. It's fine. At least there are no pyrotechnics involved. But did you hear about the gender reveal party that happened in Iowa where... I don't know if this is the actual party for, like, revealing the gender of the baby, but it was, like, the pre-party where they were building an apparatus to explode pink or blue dust into the air. Uh. But tragically, as they were packing gunpowder into a metal tube... They built a pipe bomb. They inadvertently built a pipe bomb, and it blew. And a piece of it killed... One of the fucking grandma of the baby. What a reveal. Wow. Uh, Who's who's a killer? I mean, that's like obviously a really tragic example, but. I do hope that kid grows up to be non-binary. I know. And it's just like, (laughs) I can't, like (laughs) destined from the beginning to just foil this whole plan, this family's plans. Yeah. It is, it is fucking tragic. But also like, first of all, don't use gunpowder. In a, in a metal tube. That's what a bomb is. And also, it's just like. To me, the gender reveal party thing has gotten out of control in this way that, like, I feel like straight people need the attention online so badly that it can either be, this whole thing is, like, a symptom of the social media, like, disease of, like, we will do fucking anything for likes on social media. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of becomes, uh, like, a psychological thing for a lot of people. And also, this fucking gender binary, man, can y'all just give it up? Like... It's so ridiculous. Everyone's always like, oh, we don't care about the gender. We just want a healthy baby. Okay, well, when that kid is like 19 and is trans, I want you to remember that you said that because you obviously do care a lot about gender <laughs> and it's fucking killing people. <laughs> like, right. They just want the bigger and better, you know, the bigger spectacle for the stupid fucking gender reveal. At the at most, it's or at, at best, it's a cheap ploy to get people to come over to your house and bring you more gifts. That's what I'm worried about. That's baby. what I'm concerned about. I would hate to like, it's just, that's a lot of commitment. Yeah, it's just a whole thing. It's like it's a big party. It's it's ridiculous because it's in addition to the baby shower. So right. it's just more. 
Oh yeah, it's literally another party for another round of gifts for the kids. It's just so I can't, I can't with gender reveal parties. And the, that one that started the fucking forest fire a couple years ago. Yeah, there was the one that started oh, the fire. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy, acres. They they did another thing that involved like a, an explosion of some sort, and it was on really dry land, and it kicked off like a hundred thousand acre forest fire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like. Y'all are out of control. That's why I tweeted that straight people need to be put on a watch list. And I meant right. it. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Don't let them on airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let them have parties. At least make them go through an added layer of security. <laughs> I know. I would be so happy if we uh, stopped letting straight people on airplanes, let me tell you. Oh, my God. I would have so much we should more have our own Queer people should have our own little section of the plane. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have to be nicer seats. I'm not asking for that. Yeah. I just I know. Want, like, I want nicer seats. Yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> nicer seats would be cool. Yeah. Like a little more leg room a lot of us are tall maybe some beverages i don't know yeah it'd be great you know, there was also another gender reveal that was another type of explosion and it was felt like two miles away yeah that was that was a different one than the pipe bomb one and then also a <laughs> wow. fr- friend of the podcast uh anna breton mm-hmm. posted uh what she thought was the worst gender reveal and it was them feeding a watermelon to a hippo and inside the watermelon there was jello that was the color which what was also con- confusing yeah. because a watermelon inside is pink. Right. So the when watermelon it's chomping is down on pink it, inside. Yeah. So it was like pink and blue so came out of it. I was confused at what was happening. It was more of a purpley happening. goo. It was kind of purple. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was weird. But then also uh, after she tweeted that, it got a lot of traction. It kind of went, I think it went viral. Yeah. Reached out to her. And we're kind of saying, you know, this was one of the happiest moments and we'd been trying blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You wanted this video to you go viral. You wanted this attention. You made and it goes this viral hippo and then like a victim. eat a carved out watermelon full of jello so that you could show people and that it would get passed around and people would be like, oh, this is awesome. And you right. think in this day and age that people aren't going to be shitting all over you and thinking that that you're ridiculous. And, and, and then the other thing people wow. were upset about was how happy the dad was that it was a boy oh yeah he was, he was like thank god yeah he was like thank oh, god yeah wouldn't it be the worst if you had a girl a yeah. hippo I'm stuck and at the hippo yeah also hippos are like one of the most dangerous animals right. in the animal kingdom they yeah. are viciously mean and they are so dangerous that's and brave those things can like bite fishing boats in half I don't know yeah. what you're doing going up to one of them but anyway uh that video was so ridiculous. And these are all the, the people that responded negatively to Anna's post are probably the same people who would respond under someone's photo of like celebrating their non-binary child or, you know, their, their trans kid or like their baby with a pride flag being mm. like, how dare you indoctrinate those kids like that? Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. God, can you guys just take a fucking breath, go around the block, go for a walk, do take something. Take a walk, take a hike. Take a hike. Like, stop. I'm so over it. I'm so over like the, all these people just freaking the fuck out over the gender of a kid that's not even born yet. Yeah. Just stop. And they're like, we would have been equally happy if it was a girl. It's just we already have a girl. We've been wanting a boy. Wow. And I'm like, okay, no, that doesn't sound like you would have been equally Yeah, it sounds happy. like you would have been like pissed and annoyed. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. Everything, so everything about that. Man. Was... Wow. Do you guys even want kids? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I want kids. I oh, do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. But you yeah. will not see me having a gender reveal. My kid can have their own gender reveal. Every week or so, as they please. That's yeah, hysterical. <laughs> yeah, yes. you can do. You you let me know what you're feeling, and that's great. 
Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel today? Yeah. <laughs> what are your pronouns today? Let's do it. Whatever. I'm going to come up with another ploy to get more presence that doesn't involve gender. How about that? Yeah, Because exactly. us queer people are creative. We sure are. Yeah. So instead of a gender reveal, I'm going to reveal um, what sign my baby's oh, going to be. Oh, yeah. The astrological the reveal. Yeah. Oh, God. Are they going to be a Scorpio or a Sag? Uh, You'll have to come to the party to find out. out. (laughs) I'm going to have a tarot card reader. Oh, my God. You queer people planning the birth of your kid around their astrological sign are also not exempt from my critique. (laughs) I saw a little of that shit floating around on Twitter, too, where it's like family planning based on what astrological sign the baby will have. And I think that is just... That's go- it's it's gone too far. Well, we're trying to That's time. Uh, we're yeah. trying to time Cecilia's pregnancy around drugs. Uh, cause <laughs> wow, because because she, she wants to go on an ayahuasca retreat. So I'm like, you better do it before you get pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, That's my that's, kind of family planning right yeah, there. Yeah, I like that, actually. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm, I like that. I'm on board. Yeah. I, I think it makes sense. I'm like, yep. I think it's fine. Once uh, once we have kids, you can't find nine days to go go back to Peru and nope. uh, do ayahuasca. In, oh, you're going to do the real in ayahuasca the experience oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Peru where you're supposed to have it, not in like that's Jersey smart. where my friends had it one time. Yeah, her th- <laughs> that's super smart. God. Her therapist recommended it, actually, and there's one that's uh, all women. Oh, cool. So it's super gay on top of uh-huh. it. Uh, but no, I mean, if I'm you're doing board. it for like PTSD healing type stuff, uh, I could see why you yeah. might only want Since so much trauma that women, women experience involves men. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, ayahuasca scares me, though. It's like, isn't that the one that Where it's you, a hallucinating you and you throw up? Yeah, you like puke into a butt. I saw the Chelsea Handler Wait, episode. before yeah. or after? You do. It's During. like part of the experience. Yeah. Like it's uh, it's. You, it's work. It, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a party whole, drug. It's like it takes place over the course of like days. Wait, you shitting all day? Like, uh, no, it, it's like so. There's there's like a shaman who's leading the the whole thing, and they have like buckets. And, it's like in the in bathrooms. the hills of Peru, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's in the rainforest. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it doesn't. They have some in the mountains too, but the is it, it like diarrhea? Yeah. Because oh. the stuff that you're drinking is somewhat toxic, uh-huh. and it's it's a little bit much. But then once you once you go through that, once that like clears out of your body, then you have the effects of it's like a super intense psychedelic, and it makes you it can like make you remember uh, things that you have either forgot or repressed or whatever, and then kind of gives you this like safe space to explore that and get over trauma. But it's like people who like veterans and mm-hmm. wow. rape victims and like a lot of people who have tried antidepressants and all sorts of things and I don't know have about no that luck. Shit I'll, I'll stick to LSD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems, it seems at one point when I saw the Chelsea Handler episode mm-hmm. of her show, I was like, this seems interesting. Maybe I'd want to do that. And then I did mushrooms for the first time. I'm like, this is good enough. Yeah. And I'm not, Shitting in front of other people. Yeah, that's that, the part I can't. I'm like, I'm on board with that. that. It's work. Yeah. It's work. But, you know, <laughs> Cecilia's willing to put in the work. That's great. And that's why I love her. She's that's always awesome. putting in the work. And, she is. Uh, I, I support her and want to do drugs before getting pregnant. I know. During, that's pretty, that's, another that's conversation. pretty cool of you guys. <laughs> wow. That yeah. gets you a lot of cool points. I want to tune into that. Like, yeah, I want to listen. I want to know about that story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll do an episode about it for I sure. I can't wait to tell our kids. Yeah. <laughs> we got pregnant with you after a drug trip. Yeah. A, a drug vacation. Yeah. 
I mean, most people, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that were conceived on some sort of drug vacation. (laughs) Whether it's like, yeah, you know, people Uh, are Or a drug staycation, and that's not good. Yeah, a drug staycation. Oh, shit. Drug drug vacation, okay. Drug staycation, uh uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) Some people's lives is is one big drug staycation. Yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that. Just be safe. Well. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Um, I was just Depends with some friends this weekend in Connecticut and they know precisely when their baby was conceived and it was like an afternoon that they had decided to have like afternoon martinis mm-hmm. and just like got weird at home in the middle of the afternoon or at, or at one of their parents' houses when nobody was home and they tell, they always tell a story but like I, so my, the point of that story is that I hung out this, this whole weekend with a one and a half year old and uh, one and a half year olds don't take any time off from being oh, one and a half. Yeah, they definitely do. I mean, oh. she is the cutest effing baby on earth. I am I love her so much. But it was a nice grounding experience for me because my girlfriend and I talk about having kids and I do want them. But man, it sounds like birth control. They're up at six AM. That's and they're like birth they don't control. drink, so they're never hungover. Yeah. They don't want to sleep any longer than you like she is up at six o'clock in the morning. And if we had three bottles of wine the night before, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She's up. Wow. <laughs> they're, they're also on a mission to oh. get themselves killed. Always. She's all. Oh, I mean, so yeah, they be touching shit. I yeah. know. They, be, and they, do they, they walk at that time? Oh, yeah. yeah. Walking around, one, around. One and a half, they're, so they're much walking. Fun, they're trying to just, stick I their fingers like, in outlets. This shit is exhausting. Yeah. I mean, just their little motor is always running. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And you can't tap out. Uh, no, you can't. You can't be like, listen. I'm a little tired. Can you just play quietly? They're like, fuck you. Yeah, you're better than me. I'm the drunk auntie. I'm, yeah. uh, oh, I was definitely like you got 20 minutes wine all weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching a kid for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not trying to change no diapers. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I don't have to do any of that stuff. But I mean, um, I would if they wanted me to, but they don't. They're not those kind I'm of parents good. at all. They're like all in, hands on. Mom and dad are just like yep. they're good tag team like partners. That. They're great. I don't even like feeding kids. I know that's yeah. not okay. That sounds crazy, but because <laughs> like it scares Less food me for you. And it's, so messy. it's just scares me. I don't like they don't got teeth and I don't want them gagging and yeah, yeah. Well, gagging is a word. It is kind of scary. I don't want them like doing. Doing. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they. That's it. It was really fun. <laughs> it's a good experience. It's a good experience to have to like spend like some immersive time with yeah. a toddler to. Really, kind of, you know, get your expectations in order. I'm good with for changing having them. Like, diapers. Don't bother me. Yeah, I don't mind changing diapers with my nephews. I was like, oh, I got it, no problem. And uh, then, but then as they get older, and then the poops start getting bigger. Yeah, like it's before a they're thing. potty trained, Woo! I'm yeah. like <laughs> yelling my sister's name. I'm like, one of them pooped. Yeah. Come here and do your thing. This. I'm gonna go. Good it night. was really nice, though. It was nice <laughs> yeah. to be. I went up to Simsbury, Connecticut, which is like possibly the whitest name of a town I can think of. I was just gonna say that sounds it's very painfully, like, painfully white up there. Connecticut sounds like already sounds very pale. white. Yeah, it's sounds very. Like what? Sound like it's pale. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, unfortunately, I just I, that's Simsbury. one thing I noticed when I was there. Is like, whoa, I feel like I'm in some weird social experiment right now. This is I don't I like leaving New York. You realize how how little I don't know like how New York is really diverse you New York, New York is York, and then you go outside of it like, and you're like oh shit I forgot the oh, rest of the country is like this right yeah yeah. 
That's what, I can't even like when I'm in when, even when I'm in California, I can't even find a Puerto Rican or Dominican and everybody's just Mexican. You yeah. know, like and it's yeah. everybody gets caught their own every state just have their own uh group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and New York just happens to have all of them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used to uh, always talk about like how surprised I was when I moved to Atlanta because I moved to Atlanta from Boston. So I thought, oh, Atlanta is going to be so much more diverse than Boston. This is going to be great. And then I got to Atlanta and it was so segregated. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, no, oh, yeah. this is very awkward. Yeah. Like I thought that it would be a lot more integrated and That's how Chicago oh, only is the queer spaces were. Yeah. yeah Chicago is definitely separated. It yeah. is. It's like in a disturbing, like you going out in Chicago, like when I, I went there like a, over a year ago with my friends and we went to, cause you know, every, all the bars and restaurants are huge and just cause they have more space outside of New York. Like I'm used to like small spaces here and I go somewhere and I'm like, Oh my God, there's like a whole, this thing Park. is like half a city block. Yeah. Went to this huge bar and I look around and I'm like, every single person here is white and straight and every guy looks the same. They're all like, if there was a crime committed in that bar, I'd be the worst person to talk to the cops. I don't know. He was kind of tall, kind of chubby, had a beard, white. Wore a flannel shirt. I don't fucking know. All the everybody here looks the same. Describe eighty percent of the whole bar. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I can't. I don't Be- know what to beards do. are like white man camouflage. Like I cannot tell the I'm difference between blind bearded for men. white men as it is. And I'm just yeah. like, I don't know. You guys with, are all the with same. With the beards, I can't. Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> That's night, interesting. I did That's a comedy show. It. I did a comedy show with a guy last night with a beard, and then I was on the subway platform. And then I saw another guy with a beard. I'm like, I literally have no idea if that's the same guy. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then I saw I a third guy on the next train I transferred to. And I'm like, I don't even know if that was the same guy I saw on the last train. Right. Now they're, they're this could be three different guys or all the same zone. guys. Well, now I won't feel bad going forward if that happens to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you for that. Now I'm comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause I couldn't tell them apart, but whatever. No one's yeah. going to hold it against you. It is a okay. I went to a comedy show last week and I saw David Cross do comedy for the first time. Okay. So David Cross was uh, famously Tobias on Arrested Feldman and Mr. Show. And I, I'd never seen him do stand up before. And it was very funny. And he had a bit about, cause he has a two and a half year old. Mm hmm kid and he was talking about how he gets so upset and confused when he reads these stories about parents who murder their kids because Mm -hmm. all you have to do is just go do a load of laundry and leave them by two inches of water (laughs) (laughs) wow he's like leave them at the top of the stairs walk away come back see what happens it was so dark but like the way he said it like I hate telling other comedians jokes but this was so funny Uh Uh, that's how you know when a joke is good when you have a problem like telling it you know what I'm saying yeah yeah yeah. yeah. no he had like a very long build up to it I'm like where is he going and when he was like leave him by two inches of water and go do a load of laundry I'm like oh my god I love when you watching a comic and you're like where are they going with this yeah and then you're there and you're just like I didn't want to be here (laughs) I want to go back I'm like, no, I wanted to be a yeah. dead kids at the bottom of the stairs. Thank you for bringing me there. <laughs> so bad. Then oh, I was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about roles and relationships now. Roles and What a topic. Yeah. In your stand-up at Stonewall the other night, you were talking a little bit about uh, these issues that, that you have and that 
are pretty common. So do you do you consider yourself a stud? Is that how you? I'm something. You're no, something. I, I, no, I'm a stud. I just happen to wear lingerie under these uh, boy clothes. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> you know, I do hear this from uh, people who are more on like the aggressive side. Mm-hmm. I like that you call it aggressive. I was going to say masculine, but aren't they the same? And yeah, uh, <laughs> that they are frustrated in their same sex relationships because they're yes. expected to take a more traditional role as the quote unquote man in the relationship. So they're expected right. to pay. They're expected to mm-hmm. Kill the cockroaches. Women forget that they're yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> women you have to forget. Draw the line somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Women forget that they're with women, and it's uh, it's a bit irritating. So sometimes you know you just uh, go ahead. You, you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Talk oh, about it. Talk about it. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Like a lot of times, women forget that they're with women, and like yeah, you have to do these uh these uh, what's it, the gender roles or what like straight people set up, right. and you know sometimes I want to be wanted and dined. All right. Yeah. I, I just said earlier, I want to be a pillow princess. <laughs> it's your turn. Right. And I want to just lay here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that should be allowed. And I, I, I don't want to be lazy. But um, I mean, I'm at a point right now where it's like, if I can't beat them, join them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, you know, uh, the women I've encountered, they, uh, they always seem to be, uh, they always lead like they're lesbians and they be bisexual. And then like they, uh, you know, they, they jump ship. Right. And I'm at a place where, you know what? I want to see what's on that ship. Yeah. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't like the ship that I'm on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the ships what... are always open. That's yeah. the good yeah. part. They're always accepting new passengers. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I don't like this ship. Uh-huh. But, you know, men men don't do that. Right? Don't men, do men, what? Men, men well, aren't like, hey, I'm sick of being expected to to pay for any everything. I'm going to go suck a dick and see where that gets right. me. Wow. That's <laughs> what? Hey, I mean, maybe some do. That, that's because you know they got some. They got the down low culture. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like men true. do a lot of complaining <laughs> about those gender roles. Like, well, that. But doesn't that point to the point though? The the biggest point is that the, that you know patriarchal constructs hurt everybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. It do. When they when they say I'm fucking straight men do that shit where they're like women always expect me to take them out. It's like yeah because you built that culture. Right. Like men have built that expectation for other men and. Uh, I'm, that is a symptom of it, but it's also like a matter of communicating effectively with the people you go out with. You know, yeah. Communication is ultimately what it comes down communication to. Communication is certainly key. Yeah. Have you found in your relationships with women in the past that you that you do naturally assume that role? No. Okay. They just look at my clothes. Uh huh. And they assume that role. Right. So. <laughs> so it's like where aesthetic is. Like there's such a difference between aesthetic and actual like, right? I don't know, like your like just, yeah. how you feel naturally. In I, the that's why that's why I make a point to wear lingerie under my clothes. Cause right. I'm like surprise, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like more feminine than you. Yeah. I'm more feminine than you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? My bra and panties match. Yeah. yeah. So you take out the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. All right. 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 So I got a lot of hatred in my heart, but I'm actually a happy person. Yeah. Right. 
You're doing great, Whitney. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I find that, you know, as a femme presenting lesbian that and who is mostly uh, has mostly dated other femme presenting lesbians. Oh, femme femme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinky, yeah. Huh? And, <laughs> I like that shit. But there's no, there's no assumption. Like, I've never been in a relationship, you know, where somebody assumed that the other would take on the more, like, dominant or masculine role or, like, who wears the, the strap, like. You're right. so lucky. But I think that you guys cancel each other out. That's what, that's what happens with that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No one takes out the trash. <laughs> right. We live in garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, it, like, we kind of, in terms of like paying for things, it's like we go Dutch. half and half. Right? We take turns. Yes. Uh, you know? counter- yeah, Dutch is the best way to go. Unless one person explicitly says, "I want to take you," you know, I want to. I want Dutch. Let me. You know what I mean? But I Dutch need, is the best way. Yeah, I need you to invest because it also like I need you to invest. It also removes any like um, weird sense of like, okay, now I feel like I owe you some. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily sexually, but just like. I don't. I would never want someone to feel like they owe me additional attention or time. Sure. Like I've paid for dates. Bef- I've paid for a lot of fucking dates before. But like, I've paid for dates sex. before, and then like in my younger days when I was when I was still like figuring out my when my aesthetic was sort of matching my personality, not quite yet. But anyway, I would pay for dates, and then I was like. I wouldn't be annoyed, but it would be like an extra little sting when that person didn't really want to see me again. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck, that was a waste of money. Well, I don't think of I don't think of it in terms of like she owes me a second date because I paid for our drinks at some stupid bar. Yeah. But it it did made me feel a little bit like shitty back then for spending so much money, which I think was more you know of, how you a fix testament that? of how broke I was. But also, you know what I mean? Like, you want to know how to fix that? What? You take them on dates that you want to do. Yeah. So that if it don't work out, bitch, I want to go rock climbing anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. You know, I need a company. Uh-huh. And thank you for coming out. Right. Just order all the food that I like. Good night. I'm sorry yeah, you yeah. have a gluten That's allergy, so, I'm but I'm sorry. ordering this pizza. Yeah, there we go. You gotta be selfish. Yeah. I, I, okay, look. Okay, I sound bitter. Maybe I am. But Fems taught me to be selfish. I want uh, I do what I like to do, and I just want you to be a witness. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking for a witness. Take notes, listeners. Yeah. Oh, this is oh, gold. Oh, this is good. No, this oh, is great. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's it. I think a lot of people can relate to this. It's funny. You talk about going Dutch and even the the guys who seem like the most evolved in terms of uh, these roles within the relationship mm-hmm. uh, and even me trying to be like, these roles are bullshit. Uh, I met a couple who went half and half on the woman's engagement ring and I'm oh, like bullshit. No way. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's... I know. I'm like, I feel like but an also, asshole, but uh, that's grounds of breaking there's up. also a lot of pressure to spend way too much money on those damn things. Oh, but still sure. sure. Yeah. I don't I mean I'm against spending Yeah. Get a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you commit it, get a tattoo. It's right. cheaper. Show me. It's yeah, show me. Show me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think, I don't know. I, I've had, I've had sort of a journey with the whole, because I present in a masculine way. Yeah. I have dated a lot of women. I've had a long relationship with one who really like literally treated me as though I was a man in terms of like emotional connection, like yeah. didn't, didn't allow me to like be sad or cry or like 
have real things to say about something because they're like, oh, what? I thought you were tough, you know, like yeah. that kind of shit, which oh, is so damaging no. and such bullshit. You should have booed her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like, I feel like women who present, women or people who present in a masculine way are kind of placed with these unfair expectations. And it's okay if you are, I don't care how, if you are the most masculine presenting person in the world, it's still okay to be like, to have fucking feelings and have, you know, expectations from a partner and to not pay for everything. Yeah. And to not want to, to assume all those traditionally like masculine, you know, dad of the house roles because they're all bullshit. You know, I I do think that is so true that emotion or people's like perceived, um, notions about like your emotions are tied to your looks. So people yeah. think that just because your hair is short, you're going to be tougher mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. they and can... And I'm like, you just wait for an ASPCA commercial to come on. The first mangy little puppy I see, I'm going to cry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I can't. I'm like such a freaking baby. And like, I, I cry like a lot at things that I see on the internet. Like if I see a little, like... Like a little kid, that, uh, I saw this video of this little boy reading this note to his coach, and he's like five. And he started crying when he read it, talking about how his coach was like the best coach he's ever had. What are you doing telling and us the about coach this right now? hugged him, and I started sobbing. So, like, it was so cute. Man. But that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. And, but that, and I know that's, like, really surface level, like, showing emotions and that kind of thing. But I'm happy that you could do that. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not a crier, but yeah. I'm going to show anger really fast. Yeah. I have also had a I'm history with that. doing that as well. But oh. that's something I'm working on. This is a question I have for your, you both. Uh-huh. Have you ever had a woman hit you in a relationship and think <laughs> it's okay? Where do I start? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the longest relationship I had that happened when she was very drunk and she was just mad at me and like swung at me multiple times and I kind of just absorbed it and oh no, nah, she claimed wilding. the next day to not remember it, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that fucking sucked. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, um I don't know how this is going to play out, but, um, I'm usually the one. Hitting people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sugar, nasty. Uh-oh. I, I, listen, look, it's, it's not my fault. All right. I, I'm working on accountability part. Okay. Don't, why you, why she moved away from me, guys? <laughs> no, no. She I'm, moved away. She's, I'm shifting to look directly yeah, at I, I, yeah. <laughs> um, this explanation because I give men a very hard time about this. Right. So. You know, okay. So look, here's my, here's my thing, right? <laughs> okay. Look, a lot of times women, they talk to me like I'm not a girl. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't raised to never hit a woman. That's usually like something that they tell little boys. I, and and I get it as a human being. Yeah, you should keep your hands to yourself. But it's only okay to hit your siblings. Yeah, it's the one group that <laughs> it's acceptable. Oh, yeah. Wow! Wow! Punch your brother and sister in the face. I used to throw the remote at my sister. She would throw hairbrushes at me. Uh, my sister gave me a black eye. Well, I, my totally siblings fine. are much older than me, so I didn't have that luxury. Yeah. <laughs> but like with girls, like they would talk to me all any kind of way, and then like they, I feel like they would just like push me into these corners. And you know, I have I had anger issues growing up, and yeah. I didn't really know how to deal with that. Yeah, it's not like I didn't have the luxury of being on my siblings. Yeah, damn sure couldn't put my hands on my parents. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> guess what? Yeah, try me if you want, but um, I've I've grown. I'm a better person now. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah, That's you, important. You can move closer. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I, I'll call men out in comedy about yeah. this where they'll tell a joke and the punchline is to... Their, their whole joke revolves around getting the room to laugh about them hitting their girlfriend and presenting some situation of why it's okay to their girlfriend. And I had a very like specific instance of this last week where I was the only woman in the room and the guy said, we're all, all okay with me hitting her in that scenario, right? And I said, no. Oh, and it, that was and then things went like... Things went haywire left from, from there, there yeah. because yeah, you took the air out the room. Yeah. Oh, I definitely took. I mean, it was an open mic. I, well, it yeah. I, I, listen, you should have said the damn joke anyway. Yeah. But yeah. you certainly popped the balloon or took the air out of it. Or <laughs> he asked. It, yeah. He, he asked, and I'm like, I'm not going to sit deserving. here and agree. I feel like you shouldn't ask for feedback in your set. If you exactly. Yeah. If it's like that, if, 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 got, if he got, got out of that, huh? How did he get out of that? Uh, you know, well, then he was like, would it be better if I said nudge? I was like, yeah, it'd also be better if you didn't hit your girlfriend. Well, oh, so you gave him a punchline. Fucking yeah. great. <laughs> Ghost writing. Yeah. So then I went up and then I said, sorry if I ruined anybody's uh, planned sets to talk about hitting their girlfriends after that. And then they're like, and one guy's like, well, let me ask you, have you ever hit your boyfriend? I'm like, one, I'm a lesbian, but two, no, I haven't hit my partners before. And then they were like, oh, because he thought he really had a gotcha moment here. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that men seem to get hit a lot by their partners. It happens. Yeah. It does. Throughout their, you know, their lives. And it's very it frustrating for, for them to think, like, why is it acceptable for women? And, like, you know. Well, women, the answer is it's not males. acceptable. Yeah. Like, put your hands in your pocket. Yeah. Right. And also, like, 
or hate your Why brother. Why are men so desperate to be the fucking victims of everything? It's, I mean, it's just like, come on. Yeah, no, I well, know. Well, men get hit too. Yes, I know that. A small percentage of domestic, of domestic violence occurs on, from women on men. It doesn't, that, you're not making a point here. You yeah. know, like when men say that shit, I'm like, okay, you fucking men's rights activist loser. Like, I don't understand that this is a non sequitur. It's the, all bad. The best you know? thing was after I called out this guy, uh, the host of the mic said, well, I've, I've known him for a while. I just got to let you know he's a nice guy. And I'm like, oh, you just wait. And when I went up there, I'm like, so he's a nice guy. So uh-huh. like I was being really not nice by telling him. I don't think it's funny that he's hitting his girlfriend. Yeah, you would get ready to duck. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like, all you guys here, all, all your friends, everyone's a nice guy. Then who the fuck is raping my friends? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whoa. That was that, was that was that was. I went fast. off. I had zero. This like, quickly, I've given no. I don't I have any fucks about this mic right in now. This room. Yeah. I was like, I'm the only woman wearing this like small attic that I paid five dollars to I sit in. You paid tell five dollars. I paid five dollars, <laughs> and I'm gonna pay five dollars to be a victim. Do you feel that way? Like, are you ever in mics where all of a sudden you just don't give a fuck anymore on stage? Just start saying whatever you want. Uh, that's usually me at every show. Oh, every great. Show. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I mean, I have an outline, but you know, right? Like, yeah. Some, I just sometimes, sometimes I just, just got to go the direction the room takes you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just very open. I love. I need being, more I'm of that. Very open on stage. I'm I just, need to not give fucks on stage. I, I need too many fucks. So uh-huh. the beauty is, you're supposed to bring people into your world. So if you get lost in your world, then embrace it. You know, a lot of times people be like, "Be in a room, follow the room." No, you are the room. Right. You have the microphone. You're the most powerful person in that room. Yeah. But the trick is, you, you got to be brave enough to uh, navigate through bullshit like that when you say something wrong and, they, they, and they, you got people listening to your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, so you should filter your thoughts. Yeah. And, and if you don't filter them, whatever you believe, you better believe in it wholeheartedly because mm-hmm. you don't have to defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And boy, does that guy know it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. He's going to think twice before. He sure will. Yep, and I I, yeah. I I do not put my hands on women. Just want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's not like it's not like I'm lying, but I'm record. telling the truth. Yeah, right. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Next topic. It's good. You know, <laughs> I think I think it's important to talk about this stuff because mm-hmm. this happens, and there are people who who are listening who have been on both sides of that. Right. Who right. Have like hit. And I, I mean, God knows there there was one fight I remember. I didn't hit my ex but i threw a pillow and Which, i carried for that you, for that's, a while that's pretty violent for me that's that's <laughs> the height of violence for yeah. me was throwing a pillow uh, i don't even know if it was directly at them mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in the general direction I, I have this bit where i talk about this woman when she gets upset she always breaks stuff and like she had broke this mirror yeah and i thought she was trying to out crazy me yeah so i took a piece of the mirror so i chased oh, ass yeah. around the house <laughs> and sometimes you just lose yourself but I didn't, I didn't stab her. Right. She's still here. <laughs> I mean, me, on the other hand, I stabbed myself. <laughs> and I'm here with you guys. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, it could work out. Right. <laughs> but don't lose yourself. Yeah. Love yourself. Uh-huh. Put your hands in your pocket. Hands right, in pockets, right. deep breaths. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, like, downplay uh, or dismiss actual, like, domestic violence. It, because that is something that is obviously real. a part of the queer community as well. Oh, yeah. Like, Very any real. any relationship can involve that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter your yeah. gender gender expression. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is a real thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I As far as, like, the gender roles go, how... Uh, 
I mean, I guess we can talk about like, like sexually that can always play out in different ways. You know, like I think that there's this weird stereotype of mask presenting women or lesbians who must be the one that like only always wears a strap, always does that. I, for one, I will say I have never actually tried using a strap on. It oh. is in my near future, but I've never done it. Yeah, you gotta go for it. I man. know. I'm really excited about it, but like, uh, that's probably something that would surprise a lot of people that like see me and like aesthetically, I look like I should be. I should yeah. be currently wearing one, but wow. like, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's just something I've never tried because I've never felt the need for to, for that expression. I guess, but I think the most surprising thing about this podcast is that I've worn a strap on, right? Wow. Many times in my life. If you have were to pose and you haven't. If we were to pose and that question haven't. on Instagram, everyone would answer me. Everyone would get that be wrong. wrong. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely my future, but I and I I'm love like, strap-ons. I, I'm really excited to try it. Like, I love I think giving it's be and fun. receiving strap-ons. Right. I'm wondering about that. I don't know if I will want to receive that. It's more for me because I don't want to receive it. Yeah. 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 Like, I, it's, I've just never. Uh, bussy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I think that, uh, and I've always been a very like versatile person. I don't know if yeah. there's like a term. Verse. Oh yeah, verse, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Or switch. Yes, switch. exactly. Yep. Like I've, I've just, I really have kind of a problem with that whole rigid definition of like top bottom dynamics. I know yeah. some people are one or the other and that's fine, but yeah. I think I don't like the discourse kind of forcing us to pick one. Can I say that? Yeah. <sighs> say it. <laughs> hey guys, um, touch me nots. Are you one of those? No, I'm not a touch All right. me not. Is this a safe place? Is this a safe place? Yeah, I'm like, pl- touch the me, touch do everything, me and I want to do everything. Kill me. Because. So describe for our listeners what a touch uh, me not uh, is. Uh, touch if it's me not, not obvious. This me, is my okay. first time hearing touch me not. It's like a I term. love this term, by the way. Oh, yeah. So a touch me not is a lesbian, most of the time, a masculine woman that doesn't want to be touched. She want she to be the person providing the pleasure. She Okay. Yeah. Don't touch my titties. Don't leave me out. My my genitals don't exist. Yeah, okay. and like those, like they. Oh, damn it! I'm using all these words as like not good, but it bothers me because like uh, you know lipstick lesbians. Lord, all these phrases. You know, y'all know what lipstick lesbians are? Yes, they wear yeah, lipstick. Like, right. okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so these these lipstick lesbians, fems. Whatnot, they date these touch me nots, right? And then they be pillow princesses, pillow princess, you just lay down and just oh, see. Yeah. And then, you know, they get comfortable and then they break up with these touch me nots and then they get with a stud like me <laughs> and they think that they're not gonna put in any work. Right. Yeah. And now it's a matter of how gay are you? <laughs> like, why are we here? Right. And we are speaking in generalities right now, yeah, but yeah. I, I do get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, yeah. I've never. We, I've really never felt it that way. So when it comes to a touch me not, though, there could be. I've been with women I'm who are no, clearly used to being with touch me nots. Yeah, who yeah. Don't. And they like, like and they look, I don't fucking. They look exist. at you like, oh my god, I have to yeah. do something. I'm yeah. like, they come and it's over. Oh, you know what? I you tell know? them to go first. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say there's nothing wrong with being a touch me not. And a oh, lot there's of nothing time, wrong. That's, that's truly how you feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah do your thing. Yeah. yeah. A lot, I would a, say you make it hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> You were personally making it hard for Whitney Chanel Clark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of times that's related, and we've we've talked about this recently too, to um, like gender identity issues. Yeah, and like yeah. I had a, a partner who was a, a touch me not, and now they identify as genderqueer or non-binary. Yeah. I'm not sure. 
but that makes uh, sense. Yeah. And and I and now I'm like, oh, that makes sense. When I was with them, right? I was like, oh, they just don't like to be touched. But I never thought for a second, which would have been helpful uh-huh. had I known. But we weren't talking about gender in those terms back then. Mm-hmm. That oh, maybe they're just not comfortable with it because they don't really identify with their the genitals they were born there with. Could be yeah. some like body dysmorphia involved, which is totally a real thing. But Wait, there what? there are also people with no. Right. Uh, dysphoria, and then they just don't want to be touched. Right, then, right. That's yeah. boring. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's boring. <laughs> you are missing out right. on life. <laughs> oh, oh I mean. sex is great. <laughs> yeah, live a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so crazy because I don't even know if touch me not to even touch themselves. And like, so they. Just, I mean, they could be ace. Yeah. They could be, but 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 then they're they're getting pleasure though of Mitch's getting right. someone else off. Yeah, I don't. I don't do buy you, it. Uh, do you get off from like fucking someone with a strap on? No, really. I do. It. I feel like I'm going to. I, hey, because I can get off by like going down on someone. I mean, I'm, with ha- no I'm happy that they're no happy. touching on my end. I will literally. I will literally come from like that's beautiful. I'm, yeah, I'm envious. Pretty amazing, but it's I'm, a talent. Oh, but, uh, wow. and, it really yeah. and it's a time saver if you're in a pinch. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. if time is of the essence. Nah, I mean, I'm your girl. That is fucking. That's that, 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 I, that's great. Show that's me like a superpower. Yeah, yeah. It's show just like me a mental thing. I don't know. It's I was gonna I've, say like I, I discovered it a I while get ago. Close, like doing those yeah, things. Yeah. Turn me on to a point where it would be like very fast for like me to get there, but I. Definitely need like you know. Uh, oh, I can literally do it. I like, am with the waiting power of my, mind. my turn, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you ever dated a more mask? Uh, no, woman? but I would like to. Yeah, but then they like when I go to look at a, a woman like myself, like a aggressor, what stud? Yeah, whatever you want to call them? Um, <laughs> They're not interested in. Yeah, you. they think I'm gay. No, but mm-hmm. duh. But they they is they they think that it's not allowed. Right, yeah. right. And I'm like, I like titties. You like titties. Yeah. And then on top of that, like, I actually, I look forward to, like, you know, sharing clothes. <laughs> but they have the same, same shoe size? I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure I could wear That's a shirt. That's dream. Uh, I'm not going to wear all the top, but, you know, I could wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting when you start, like, breaking down identities uh, that, you know, I've seen... Butch lesbians together. Oh, I hate that word. You don't yeah. like the word butch. A lot no. of people don't like the word butch, but but I've seen yeah. people who who I would say identify yeah. as butch together, especially yeah. like like the and and I don't know if it's just like when you're a lesbian, you get older and you just end up morphing into looking like each other. So if your partner's butch, I was about to say morphing if you're sharing like a closet. Butch. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen. Two, I'm trying to think if I know like two studs. Right. Um, oh, they're out there. Together. Yeah. Stud oh, they're, couples. Yeah, they're certainly out there. Mm-hmm. Get like, in on that. Break them up. I, um, I, I, hey, <laughs> I mean, I'm following the pages on Instagram. You know, you, a stud for stud, the hashtag stud for stud. Oh, is that a thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You could, they're out That's there. That's good to know There's when I post this episode. episode. Yeah, but you. they're so committed to each other because a stud for stud, they obviously got a stud in their life. And then now, now I'm like encouraging cheating. And you know, that's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> I know now, we really missed you on our cheating episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Right about that. But yeah, I don't want to break up happy homes you know but i would love to watch yeah (laughs) that's cool (laughs) oh god um oh one thing that that you mentioned beforehand that i 
I'm curious to hear about is uh, pregnant studs and Ooh. how. So now we're talking about relationship roles. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Sarah, yeah. would you? Could you see yourself being pregnant? Uh, that's the that's the role I hope to take. Actually, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I love it. Yeah, my girlfriend and I are Got talking about vote. our future, and like, I just see myself as the one being pregnant, mostly Why? because the physical like risk of pregnancy and like all the shit that can go wrong, all the pain, not just of the birth process, but like we all know there's a lot of shit that leads up to that. It's right. fucking painful and dangerous and scary. I would just rather be the one to take that on. Oh, Is so that you because be you're a, a hero? hero? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to use labels, I guess hero, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's such a cool opportunity to have that choice in a relationship, you know, like cisgender heterosexual couples don't have that option. Sure. And oh, that's so like romantic. The, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, no, I'll I'll do it. I'm and like look at my body. I'm like I'm six feet tall, broad shouldered. I've got childbearing hips. I am just a brick shit house of a human being. Be I should be the one to carry. I feel like I would have been one of those pioneer women who had like 14 kids yeah, I got you. on the Oregon Trail I see and that lived happening. through all of it. I can you know? see it. I can see it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I I, oh, I mean. Yeah. yeah. No, bad. it's true. Like, okay. I just feel like my body is, re- is like, fine. Like, yeah. I could just do it. I, I would like so. to carry, but for none of the reasons you listed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like, just want I, that seat on the subway. Yeah. I, also want, I would I love mean, preferential treatment everywhere I go for a few months. I just don't trust women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, I want to be the one to carry my baby because I don't trust the girl I'm with. And I, I know that sounds crazy, but I'm not trying to be a family court. You know what I'm saying? About, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a family court. And they're like, hey, can you prove? And then I just got this piece of paper. Nope. I'm the birth mom. So it's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Now who's petty? Because yeah. I could be petty. I'm, I'm sorry. That is some long game petty shit right there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I like to, it. I'm into it. Yeah. Oh, I, gosh. I'm a nice person, guys. Despite how this is going, <laughs> I am a nice person. This is going great, though. I'm bracing for impact for all the emails we're going to get. <laughs> Save yourself the typing. We know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're God. having fun here. Yeah. We are having a good time. Well, as far as caring, are you, do you prefer to do that, Carolyn? Are no. you? You're just kind of, you're like, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> a lot of no. different perspectives here today. You know, Part of me, I mean, there have been times in my life where I have thought, like, what a cool experience and um, a beautiful thing to do. Also, a fucking rad thing to do to grow a human it's inside of you. It's pretty fucking gnarly if like, you think I, about it. I saw the video of my sister's first C-section of the baby being pulled out of her stomach, and Whoa. I was losing my mind. Birth I was control. screaming about it. It's like some alien it. shit. Yeah, I'm good. I, I was looking at my, my brother-in-law. I'm like, Mark. This is insane. Did you yeah. see me pull that big baby out of my sister's stomach? And it's just like alive. That's dope. Alive yeah. off the gate. I mean, it's like it's from just, a distance. It wasn't a close up, but oh, it, it was like oh, you see her okay. lying there. There's kind of like a sheet up. So There's you like can't the curtain. See exactly. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, see yeah. exactly what's going on. Yeah, I get it. But it's like all of a sudden this like There's live just this little gooey screaming purple baby thing yeah. <laughs> gets pulled out of your fucking stomach. It's pretty it, cool. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's um, awesome. Yeah. I also I don't like going to doctor <laughs> to wow. the doctor. I don't like doctor appointments. I don't like because I, yeah. I, I was kind of a sickly kid. So I've had a lifetime of appointments and I'm so over it. So the idea of that also it's very uh it's a lot for me to like get around New York 
on a regular day. Right. So the thought of living oh in New God. York and being pregnant and like walking up the stairs and then people being assholes and not giving you a seat the on the subway. Stairs. Yeah, people being That's assholes the stair thing. when you're pregnant. We take that for granted being like That's... able-bodied people, but yeah, yeah. New York not, not every fucking subway handicap. tunnel has elevators. Like in New York is not for the handicap. Yeah, it's but not. You're pregnant? You handicap? I mean, you're definitely depending on your. Difficulty level in pregnancy, yeah, of course. Especially in the late stages when you're, like, hauling around that big-ass baby. They have parking spaces for pregnant people now, which I think is good. Uh, Yeah, they do. Uh, Yeah, like in, like, the suburbs. Well, it just says, like, preference given to... Parking spaces. And they're not taking the spaces away from the handicapped. They're okay, taking no, them it's, like, it's in addition to that they're taking them off the wheelchair, like, giving them baby No, 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 it's in addition to those. These are extra spots. Like, there's enough handicaps, and then they have extra... Plus, I feel like you probably spots. want to use the handicap stall in the bathroom because you need that room. Yeah, yeah. Speaking what? of bathroom, you have to pee constantly when you're pregnant. Yeah. So that's another whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I feel like I definitely want to be the one to do it. I mean, ideally, if we somehow become fucking millionaires in some in the next few years, I would be the one to... Like, I want to do IVF and have her eggs. Patreon.com slash... Like, oh, oh, that's, shit, that's please. a nice split. Yeah, so it's like her eggs. Yeah. I'm the oven... And it's genetically her baby. So I would be like having her I'll baby. I'll be the egg. Basically. I mean, I don't want to be the egg, but I would. someone could use my egg because I'm yeah. still the mom. No, I would sell my eggs in a fucking heartbeat. You know, cause you know how much money they're giving away for those things? We're too old. Oh, that's right. I think we're, we're too, old. too old. Not to actually, I, I think once you're 30, they won't take your eggs. Oh, that's that was my yeah. plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I slept on that for too long. Yeah. Uh, you got to sell them in your 20s. No, that's that's the plan right now. I'm upset. And, you know, yeah. obviously but there are a lot a of variables. But it's a very costly experience, IVF and all that. Yeah, Depending on your insurance coverage. Yeah. And- I think it would be so cool to be pregnant because I think that it would be a, it would be like a, challenge to the gender roles that people assign to me without knowing me yeah. like imagine the looks on people's faces when they see my girlfriend who's very femme presenting and me walking together in the future when we're like married and pregnant and my big they're, butch ass is the one with a huge think basketball belly like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah Junior. they're gonna be like what is <laughs> that is this like what is going on like I can't wait to just confuse the fuck out of yeah. people it's mostly I just wanna, I wanna troll people I wanna follow you into bathrooms when oh you're pregnant oh my god uh, I know you look like a really hard math problem and just yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be able to see like that beautiful mind math in front of their eyes, right. like as they fucking compute what they're seeing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, just me in like a big old t-shirt. Yeah, and some maternity jeans, looking real cool. At least you'll be able to hide your pregnancy. Yeah, like just you know, with the big enough. Not that you would want to. Shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got. I'll have to get like some custom-made flannels for my big pregnant belly. Oh, that's this is obviously all down the road. My girlfriend doesn't even live here yet. Yeah. So. I, about to, I thought she was about to say, I don't have a girlfriend yet. But she's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird if I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she is That'd be very straight of you. It would be she very straight of me. Yeah. A very straight woman thing is like... Babies with a hypothetical partner. Yeah. How many... How, what percentage of straight women do you think have a Pinterest board for a baby nursery when they're not even a, in a relationship? I mean, I don't want to generalize, but about 98%. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was... That was... Uh, <laughs> okay. JK, straight so, people Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> Okay. Well, as as we wind this down, uh, Whitney, you have a show that's coming up, which you will plug, but it's called I'm Not That Gay. I am not that gay. And what's the inspiration for that? Because that has to play into these these roles, right? Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm just I'm just not. I don't know. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot to being gay now. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a spectrum. Right. Yeah, that's good. And sometimes I'm off the spectrum and I'm 
I'm in a lap of a man. And it's kind of weird, but, you know, it's new to me, but it, it saves money. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so is it purely a financial thing or like, like, did you date guys when you I were younger? I never dated guys. Yeah. Actually, like going, uh, there's a thought of going out on a date with a guy is gay. Um, I don't want to <laughs> see a man chew. Right. <laughs> I don't care about his day. You don't want to know that he's getting any nutrition to sustain right. his life. I don't yeah, want to know yeah, that you I'm eat a... food or have a day. Yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm a very sexual person. Um, I, I guess I'm fluid to some degree. Okay. And, uh, you know, I have a hole and some guy go in it. And yeah. it's, sometimes okay. it's flesh. Great. You yeah. know, when I was in college, I would make out with a lot of guys for free drinks. So mm. And... That I like drinks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like drinks a lot. I mean, I'm not in a place where I would do that now, obviously. I mean, yeah, but of course not. I'm not apologizing for that behavior. <laughs> yeah, when but, I did you it. know, you get a lot more free stuff if you, uh, you know, just escalate the, that kiss into something else. All right. I'll um, take your word for it. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. We'll just have to take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah That's I'm cool, a, though. Yeah. That's I, I like that. I like that, you're, that you can I'm a express that yeah. freely even with, uh, more masculine like aesthetic I think it's important to know that sexuality is such a spectrum I and talk so about is presentation that a lot. I'm a different kind of dyke and well that's what I want to know how like are guys just into this see you as like a challenge of like oh this is gonna be like good for my ego that I'm like uh, the, some of the them dick do. that mm-hmm. some of she them. wants or are some of them like genuinely like I'm sexy. cool with yeah, yeah. exactly yeah that was, so, that was so vain um, like I'm sexy yeah. And like, okay, so what usually happens with guys, first off, they don't even know that they want me. Mm-hmm. That's my job. <laughs> to tell them. To inform them. <laughs> what they want. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but uh, like, I'm, some guys I grow on. Um, some guys just, they could see the, they could feel the feminine energy off of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some guys, they, they got something to prove. Some they can, guys are. They can tell t- you have lingerie on under those clothes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my, I have pretty big titties. So that helps. Um, yeah. And then, like you know, some guys they have they, you know this which is this is an extreme case, but some guys have you know they're gay, and they're like gay. They really like they really like men. Uh huh. But instead of them going to suck a dick, they rather get a woman that look like she has one. Oh wow, that's <laughs> I love that. And that's hey, where I come I think in. that's fucking fine. There's yeah. room for everybody at Absolutely. this party. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? You know, so I'm, I'm, here, for every I'm here to help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to help the community. Yeah. Yeah. You truly are. You're oh, yeah, doing the work. I'm here to help. I want to help everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, now it's time for our listener question. And this one is very long. So, uh, which normally is we don't support, but it's, possible or it's messy. Okay. It's so messy that I Great. just want to read paragraph? it all. Oh, it's three paragraphs. How many questions they got? It's a lot of details. I mean... I could probably sum it up, but then it it's not as fun a question. All right. Take this, it for the top. This person's really just looking for permission for bad behavior. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm here for that. Let's go. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm living with my girlfriend of three years, and I'm going crazy. Me and my partner have been having sexual issues for a while now. I've been frustrated but trying to be understanding, she has issues with intimacy. I've urged her to get help because, but because of lack of funds, not much has happened. She's had three jobs all ending badly. So it sounds like maybe the partner is a little bit down, depressed, mm-hmm. which is tied to intimacy issues. Uh, you know, that can happen. Anyway, let's continue. Last August, 
This takes a turn. Mm -hmm. I got a job at a restaurant and made friends with my manager. For the first time I met her, uh, I swore she was gay as fuck. I learned later that she was straight, though, in quotes, tried out being bi. Um, Either way, she's straight, also has a kid, um, an eight-year-old. And the manager is the same age as this person asking the question. So... Continuing the story, uh, over this past year, the manager is flirting with me and it never stopped. I realized I, of course, developed feelings for her. Uh, I decided to keep quiet since there was no point. I have my partner. She has her kid. I know she messed around with both general managers, both of which had girlfriends or were married. Now I'm almost certain she just likes the attention from me, but little things like she never ever acknowledges my girlfriend unless it's negative. She constantly calls me cute, pokes me or rubs my back as she passes me, um, slaps my butt, uh, and talks about it a lot. Uh, does intimate things like takes eyelashes off of my face and the list goes on like that. <laughs> intimate? That's disrespectful. I'm I'm oh, guessing like they've already fallen. If it yeah. falls on her cheek and they oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Off and like, pull like, it off and make a wish. I, I thought she was just peeling it off. <laughs> I thought she was peeling off uh, fake eyelashes. Yeah, That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. Now, this is so much information and why. Because my manager told me she's putting her two weeks um, into the store to get a better job for her kid. I'm actually happy for her and really want her to be a better person than she or in a better position than she currently is in. Since I found out, I've been starting fights with my girlfriend. On Saturday, I was pushing for us to have sex when I knew she was sleepy and there's issues in that department as is. I recognize that I was being destructive and my girlfriend definitely called me out. She knows about my, quote, work wife and hates her, refuses to come into the restaurant, but I don't think she realizes how deep the feelings go. I have an urge uh, to give my manager a love confession But why? To look foolish? I find myself opening messages and starting to tell her and then stopping myself. I'm going crazy. You are going crazy. Stop it. So first of all, your manager is doing some really inappropriate things. You're at work and I don't give a fuck that it's a restaurant business. Girl, I work in the restaurant business. And if anyone I worked with was like patting my ass, rubbing my back, flirting with me like that, especially in a position of authority. Yes. It's one, it's not one thing. It's still bad if it's a lateral position, like if it's someone in your same job at your same level, but your fucking manager doing that is not okay in a professional or a personal sense. Yeah. That's really, really weird. I think you're right that she wants the attention and she likes it. And I think that you have fallen into her little spider web and yeah. I don't know anything about her sexuality. I'm not going to presume to know anything about that because it's honestly irrelevant. Yeah. But like. Agree. You, what you have is a crush and that's a normal thing to have. You do not love her. And if you do, you might consider rethinking what love actually means because I don't think that that person is showing you anything that can indicate that you, that she deserves your love or your affection or your attention. Preach. She's a fucking nightmare. Run for the hills. Yeah. Let her get another job for her yes. and her fucking kid. And yeah. she can fuck whoever else she works for her next. Like, I don't know. It's just like she, everything that you've said here presents like waving big, bright red flags about this person. You guys are going to so, hate me. <laughs> so I don't think you need to, it, it, it's nothing that's worth blowing up your relationship or 
really your life or your job or whatever that well, means. To me, it sounds like the relationship is, oh, is already the relationship blown up. Is, and that's a whole, honestly, this is like that's four whole, different letters in one. I know. Like those, the issues that you have with your partner are. Curiosity though. That's the thing. The cat. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just, that is something that you need to address with her personally. And also I wouldn't, be upset that your girlfriend doesn't like this work wife. Uh, side note, I fucking hate that term. There's no such thing as work spouses. It's really destructive if you're already in a relationship. Um, oh. And it's got feelings. Obviously, huh. your girlfriend doesn't like her for a reason and sounds like she's fucking right. So yeah, I don't know why you're all pissed off that she doesn't like your little work wife, but she has every right not to because probably her instincts are telling her that you have feelings for her. So I think yeah. you need to let this woman out of your life and focus on your relationship. And if that ultimately means that you and your partner break up for your own reasons, that's fine. But do not blow this up over some crazy woman that you work with. I mean, it also oh. sounds like like you're not happy w- with your girlfriend. Right. And that this manager is just your escape from that. And nothing more. And I think more. she knows that too. Yeah. So a love confession is dumb. Is so Don't stupid. do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You lost me with the love confession. The yeah. Love, yeah. love confession. You lost me. But, uh, you know, you can't eat chicken every day. <laughs> so if you want to have, have a cheat day and go to Taco Bell, you can do that. But the, I'm sorry. But yeah. there are consequences to yeah, that. There, there are yeah. consequences. You need to prepare yourself for the consequences yeah. if you if you confess anything to this woman. Uh, yeah, I am the... Uh, <laughs> the devil's advocate he, here. Uh, yeah, this man, uh, I love a riot. Um I, hey, listen, I think that you just want to fuck your uh, manager, right? That's the manager? It sounds like yeah. it's more, if, if it's just a physical thing, that's one, it's, I, it's still I mean, a bad idea. I mean, the feelings, the feelings, she, I think that she's falling for this person because she is just, she's just looking for, she's grieving. And grief is love with nowhere to go. And you just trying to put it somewhere. But I think you should just put it in your pants. And <laughs> Wait, forget, uh, <laughs> go, go back to that quote. That's a good one. I Who's, like that. Where, where's that from? Nowhere to go. Yeah. yeah. Grief is love with nowhere to go. And you're just trying to put it somewhere else. And I think that you should not, you should not put the two together. But, uh, you know, I feel like you're horny. Yeah. Because your girlfriend sucks. <laughs> and I think you should get a new vibrator. Or you should, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a cheater. But... <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. Full disclosure. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, damn. Is this thing on? <laughs> um, hey, you don't do the confessional thing. Right. Just fuck your yeah. coworker and keep I think it a we secret. Can all agree. <laughs> we can all agree that the, the letter is a bad idea. The letter is a bad idea. <laughs> the, bad, the letter is Talk a horrible idea. Figure out your relationship. Your relationship don't isn't conflate. great. Yeah, don't do the yeah. letter. Don't conflate Sin your crush feelings. Nudes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do, okay? Don't. Yeah. Those will never come back to haunt you. <laughs> right, never. What hey, could go I, wrong? Don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you do what you really want to do. We're so happy you're here. Oh, this oh. is great. I'm oh, sorry. No, I'm, trying, I'm trying to help. We're right. we're sincere in that we're so happy you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. Do you think there's yeah. a lot of ways to go here? But yeah. I think you got options. I told you, the work wise stuff is bullshit. This this kind of thing comes up so often where. Yeah. Women who are either straight or, or I, I don't care if she's gay or straight or anywhere on the Kinsey scale. Kinsey. She's using your, she knows, she, she can fucking smell that you have a crush on her. And she's using that to her advantage, which is to give her attention, attention that she wants, that she's not getting elsewhere in her life. And you're mm-hmm. being used by her. I'm sorry. There's no other explanation for it. Yeah. I've been there. 
I've fucking seen how it goes out. Wow. I've, I've seen how this movie ends, and it's not good for you. Let her go. I think and work on your relationship. The sex is, is going to be bad too. Ask obviously, your girlfriend if she wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Because she clearly has an intimacy issue, right? Maybe that gets her in the movie. Maybe she likes too much. You know, okay. Well, uh, don't listen to me. I'm sorry. Listeners, I, I hope mean, that's you've, not the worst we've thing gotten you've said. all perspectives here. This is healthy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I do think that this manager would be terrible in bed. Yeah, no, she's going to be fucking uh, yeah, You're going to be so disappointed. It's definitely going to be a bad lay. She's new gay, so it's going right. to be a bad lay. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> hey, it's entertaining. At least yeah. you got something to think about while you with your girlfriend with the bad sex. <laughs> so many ways to look at this. It's half full. Anyway, we look forward. We look forward to everyone's emails. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, you have a big show coming up. Plug it. Yeah. So listen, my name is Whitney Chanel. I have the show. I'm gonna be at Broadway Comedy Club December 13th. That's Friday the 13th. Come out. It's gonna be safe. And it's at 9:30. And I'm you know I'm gonna be telling a bunch of dick jokes, pussy jokes, um, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. You something know? for everybody. Yeah. Something for everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have my titties out. Um. <laughs> and you know, just come buy me some drinks. You never know what you can get in return. And um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. Oh, and uh, I don't know when it's gonna air, but I'm on Cash Caps uh, tomorrow what? at 11:30 p.m. Yes. on Broadway. Cash on Caps Bravo. on November 6th. The episode November 6th, right? November 6th. November okay. 6th. Tomorrow, November 6th. So go 6th. look for that episode of Cash Cabs. It's the internet. Yeah, you can find see, it. Go see yeah. if I want some money. Oh Amazing. my God, that's so exciting. Oh, that's my dream. I know. Yeah. Be on Cash Cabs. That's actually my sister's dream. Whenever she comes to New York, she's, she's like, like, is it going to oh, be cash cab? I'm like, I think you have a to be casted for that. Cab yeah. With that one guy yeah, in the they, front. They snuck up on me. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, was, I, I wasn't it. prepared. <laughs> wow. That's uh, great. And where can people follow you on social media? Where can they slide into oh, your DMs? Oh, listen, no hate mail, please. I'm a very nice person. Um, <laughs> Only sliding into DMs. Yeah. yeah for yeah, nice so reasons. Please, please slide in my DMs. I'm into that. Uh, my Instagram is Whitney Chanel Clark. Whitney like Whitney Houston. Chanel like the bag and Clark with no E. Whitney Chanel. Think of dead bag. Follow Great. <laughs> Making me sad here. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. This is Thank dope. You. Thanks for being here. Uh, you can follow us on all social media at Diking Out. You can find us on Patreon or Himalaya. If you have some money you want to send our way, you can follow me at TGI Carolyn. I'm at The Sarah York. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.